welcome to the Black Range Pub. I'm your host, Robert Cadera. It has been said that a town is not a town without a bookstore. It might call itself a town, but unless it's got a bookstore, it knows it's not fooling anybody. You see, bookstores are dreams built of wood and paper. They are time travel and escape and knowledge and power. They are, simply put, the best of places. I'd like to thank authors Neil Gaiman and Jen Campbell for those ideas. They are certainly true in my experience. Now, this coming Saturday, April 29th, we will be celebrating the 10th annual Independent Bookstore Day. And here in Albuquerque, we are blessed with a number of independent bookstores. Today, the Black Range Pub is happy to have with us the owner of one of our town's very best bookstores, located right on the square in Albuquerque Old Town. Of course, I'm talking about Treasure House Books, and I would like to welcome its owner. Welcome to the Black Range Pub, John Hofsis. Well, thanks, uh, Robert. Great to be here. Thanks a lot. I'd like to uh, talk about, or maybe you probably know more since you've been in on it for the last 10 years, a little bit about where Independent Bookstore Day, um, or why it was inaugurated, and uh, what is it trying to do? Well, essentially, um, there there are two uh, major organizations that were involved in the creation of, uh, of Independent Bookstore Day, and that is the American Booksellers Association, which is a national organization of uh, anybody who sells books, basically, and uh, the uh, another organization called Indie Bound or the Indie Bound Initiative, which uh, is primarily independent. Uh, a organization that promotes independent bookstores. And uh, it was uh, uh, just basically created to bring attention to independent bookstores uh, 10 years ago. And of course, if we think back 10 years ago, we can think of uh, uh, a much harder time for independent bookstores, uh, what with Amazon coming into prominence and things like that. So it was a it was a way to kind of give voice to small business for the mega conglomerate type of things. Right. I remember That's that. Pretty well. much all I know. <laughs> OK, well, when Amazon came came onto the scene, uh, it presented two challenges, I think. One was a challenge to the what they call the brick and mortar bookstores. But then Amazon itself went ahead and actually built physical facilities. So you had them coming at you over the Internet and you had the the birth and popularity of ebooks, uh, which some uh, <clears throat> Some profits, I guess, uh, predicted would would swamp the market. That that hasn't happened really. Uh, yep. And yep. in in fact, the dire predictions of, uh, as you say, about ten years ago, really have not come to pass. That doesn't yep. mean that there aren't severe challenges. Um, I I did some research beforehand, and uh, during the period of time from let's say twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one, which also uh, includes the pandemic effect. Uh, the number of right. independent bookstores declined. Um, but now, the last numbers that I think are 
out there are from the end of 2022. The United States has over 2,500 independent bookstores, which represents a 30% increase over the 10-year period since 2012. Now, that's a two-edged sword, because on the one hand, it's a good sign, a hopeful sign, that people are still responding to the kind of community that a local bookstore can be. On the other hand, uh, it means you have more bookstores to compete against. Uh, so what is it? Now, you've been, you've been on, the, <laughs> on the Old Town Square there for many, many years. Uh, what is it that makes Treasure House uh, stand out? What is it that's distinctive? Well, let me let let me back up just a little bit and remind everybody that in that period also Amazon has closed all of his physical bookstores. That's right. So, <laughs> so there is that. Um, so uh, we don't have them to continue uh, contend with in the physical bookstore variety. Well, basically, our main specialty is uh, I have I have uh, two rules. It, it either has to be a book by a New Mexico resident, or it has to be about New Mexico. So that's what that's what distinguishes us primarily from anybody else. And I don't think anybody else in the state has those kind of strict rules right, right. <laughs> to their book. It, it it is sort of it, it is sort of uh, limiting to uh, you know it, it is sort of. Uh, made because our space is limited. But uh, on the other hand, I think it really makes us stick out and we have become over the years known as a place to come for those types of books. Yeah, that's true, office. John. I, I I will tell those in our audience who have not visited Treasure House, it's almost easy to, to walk right by it without seeing it because it is so small. And yet in that limited space, you have one of the most extensive collections of books, as you say, by New Mexico writers or books about this part of the country uh, of any bookstore that I've ever seen. Right. I would agree. (laughs) And I think I think your your point too, uh, to 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 elaborate on your point, too, I think I think uh, standing out from the crowd, one of the things that you saw with a lot of bookstores, especially prior to the pandemic, is that they were a lot of independent bookstores were just basically miniature Barnes and Nobles. In other words, they had general books and they focused, they didn't really have a focus. They had lots of books in lots of categories. Mm -hmm. And I think you're seeing, you're, you're seeing a trend uh, in the last few years, especially with independent bookstores focusing more on particular areas of, uh, you know, uh, of expertise, specialization or uh, particular subjects or appealing to particular segments of the community, like uh, uh, focusing on the African-American community or the Hispanic community or the gay and lesbian community, right. that type of thing. Right. Let me ask you now, it's been how long has it been since uh, you first opened your door? Well, uh, long story short, the the bookstore itself as a bookstore under the name Treasure House Books and Gifts has been there since 19 February 3rd of 1999. I remember the day well. 
Uh, and uh, so, so we're we're working on uh, we're working on 24 years here. Uh, before that, it was a it was a gift store uh, that my father opened. We he started that. He moved us all down here from Montana in 1974. I was 14 years old. I worked 12 hour days <laughs> in the gift store. The yeah, but that. the pay and, was uh, so good, right? The pay was oh, so good. Oh, the pay yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, they they kept it as a bookstore until 1999. And in the interim, my father had a another portion of property out in Old Town that was uh, uh, by by the Central Avenue parking lot there that uh, uh, I was actually at one time lived in as an apartment. Well, mm. I wanted to. I got the idea about 1993 that I wanted to uh, open my own bookstore. So I essentially turned my old apartment into a bookstore. And at at the time it was called Stagecoach Books and Gifts, primarily because that location at one time was an actual stagecoach stop in old town uh, back in the 1800s. And, uh, uh, at the time, uh, very, it was about half the size of the store we have now. Uh, but I specialized in old West books Okay. at the time of old West history. Uh, in 1996, I expanded to another location in that same building that my father had renovated. I was there until 1999 when my parents decided they wanted to retire from selling gifts and uh, jewelry and that type of thing. And uh, they basically asked me if I wanted to move the bookstore over to Treasure House and uh, and kind of expand. And of course, I said yes. So yes. that was basically how that happened and uh, the only stipulation was is dad didn't want to change the sign <laughs> so, <laughs> so you remained a, a gift store <laughs> so that was really that right. was essentially the only uh, the the only caveat that he had for me starting starting the store well i'm glad the two of you were able to compromise <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, well, now so you've been you've been in the business decades, really. If you go back to yep. to your origins, yes, and sir. and I know that uh, when somebody an entrepreneur begins in a certain field, you do a little bit of assessment so that you kind of have an idea of what to expect or where you want to go and how to get there, but. Those of us who have worked uh, in business or even those of us who write find out that uh, along the way things can change. And I was wondering, what is it over these years, these twenty, almost 25 years now, that has surprised you the most? Well, several, there were several things. For one thing, initially— uh, uh, I thought of I, I I just thought of one thing uh, a little while ago, and that is that when when I first started, I was very focused on appealing to the tourist crowd in in uh, right. Old Town, uh, Old Town in Mexico, Albuquerque. Uh, so I had a lot of guidebooks and and the rest of that. And when we when I first started. I did have things that were related to the general Southwest, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Colorado, that type of thing. Uh, and 
as the years went on, I realized, and uh, quite honestly, tourists are no, the real backbone of my business were the locals. And they're the ones that, when the tourists go away in uh, November through about March, uh, they're the ones you have to rely on. So right. you have to kind of, you have to kind of keep that in mind. You can't just market to tourists. So you you're really, you really, you found that you have um, uh, two separate customer bases that alternate. Yes. Okay. And and I would say, and it depends on certain times of the year. Certain times of the year, uh, possibly the tourists might make up sixty to seventy percent of it. Mm. Certain times of the year, the locals make up. 70 to 80 percent of it (laughs) just depends on the time of the year so that's one thing and the the other thing the other thing is too that since we uh since we started specializing and uh primarily the reason why i narrowed it down to new mexico and new mexico authors is i found that that was a lot of other places had those other things uh authors from arizona authors from colorado and so on and so forth. So I thought, well, but nobody just focuses on it. And we have such a rich, thriving writer community in this state. That's it's for sure. Yes. How many writers yes. there are. So I thought, well, let's just focus on. I, I had some writers uh, that uh, I carried uh, that were from. Uh, neighboring states, let's say Wyoming or Arizona, who got very upset with me. But I told him, I said, well, I can buy your books at Barnes & Noble easily. I want to focus on the authors that uh, that I can sell uh, that you can't buy at Barnes & Noble. So that's what happened. So those authors uh, that I started specializing in, and I think uh, your books are a good example, um, people come from all over They've never heard of certain authors from New Mexico, and they take their book back to Sarasota, Florida, or in Raleigh, North Carolina, or whatever. And all of a sudden, these local authors, they have a national audience. This that's is one true. of the things that I get. I get mail orders. I have, I have uh, several customers. I have two very loyal customers that call me monthly one's from uh one's from uh, um um uh upstate new york and one is from uh, one is from kerrville texas okay who call me <laughs> nearly every month say what's new what do you have and they order and uh, local authors get shipped to kerrville into upstate new york well john let so, me let me just jump in here as an author <laughs> and say uh i am very appreciative of that of, of the facts you've just outlined, because one of the things that has changed in the publishing business since you opened is that the author experience is different. The author marketing experience is different. Aside from the uh, the top of the pyramid, so to speak, very few authors have the resources and context to do national books book tours. And um, as as a local and regional writer, one of the things that attracts me most to Treasure House is precisely that, that I can go down there. And as you know, I, I uh, debut all of my books at Treasure House yep. because yes, it's, it is a great way for a local writer to uh, distribute, get national distribution on a small scale, admittedly, but... You got to start one step at a time, and 
the knowledge that if my books are in your window or on your shelf, uh, my books will be seen by people from around the country mm-hmm. is, is a very attractive uh, aspect to, uh, to what you're doing. Right. I, I would, I would agree. And thanks for that. I, I, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's what makes us, uh, one of the main things that makes us viable is that people know that they can get to, uh, something they haven't seen before, you right. know, and, uh, it's a, it's a very important thing to me. And uh, uh, folks like you, I mean, I don't know what I'd do without you guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd look like just... I, I feeling would, is mutual, like John. every other bookstore. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Right. Well, yeah. now, yeah. Uh, we've got... Uh, this is the week heading up to, uh, to National Independent Bookstore Day. Uh, you always seem to be... Uh, you have something going on, uh, something special planned, and the fact that you're right there on the plaza means that every Albuquerque social event, you know, municipal event, uh, touches you in some way. Uh, whether right. whether it's uh, the powwow or uh, or the state. Well, as a matter of fact, that's this weekend. Yes. That is this weekend. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and um, and also balloon fiesta and things like that. You even uh, you're right across the street, I think, from half the wedding receptions in <laughs> Albuquerque under the yep. under the gazebo there in the in the square. That's what's right. what's coming up? What uh, what do you think uh, our listeners might be interested in knowing? Well, of course, we we just had the the birthday party, so that's passed. But right. of course, uh, as far as as major events uh, on the plaza, uh, we have there's there will be a Mother's Day celebration uh on mother's day uh, and uh, uh of course i'm i'm not exactly sure which book signing or which weekend that is but i think uh, we're going to have something for that there that will be another celebration similar to the one that the the city put on uh, uh last weekend with music and uh, dancing and things like that but uh, i have things i i have things virtually every weekend. This weekend, of course, for Independent Bookstore Day, main thing we're doing, we scaled it back a little bit from uh, the last couple of years. We had a very big uh, deal for Independent Bookstore Day uh, uh, during the pandemic because it was really the first, one of the first days we could even open back up. And we we tried all kinds of uh, both online and in-store things. And it was fairly successful but uh, we're, we're scaling it back just a little bit this year, but we're going to have uh, – the main thing we're going to have is Jennifer Bonhoff, who is a uh, young adult writer, is going to have her book uh, called uh, Summer of the Bombers. It's a young adult book and has to deal with the fires a few years ago, the Sierra Grande fire. Uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, so she'll be there from 1.30 to 3.30 signing uh that's uh this saturday uh, for independent bookstore day and we're also going to be giving away a signed copy of ann hillerman's new book i was just about to ask uh, she's got a new book coming out this week i believe yeah yes now yeah that comes out that comes out tomorrow actually so Uh if you want to pre-order it (laughs) now's the time anyway uh we will have uh the giveaway the giveaway will be conducted uh, on both our on our Facebook page and in store, so uh, you can you can register on Saturday for that, and we will announce uh, the author or the the winner of the author signed copies 
on uh, Monday. Can you give uh, us but, the address, the email, yeah. the uh, online yeah. address? Yeah. I will, I will do that. I will. Uh, well, it's of course, uh, it would be www.facebook.com slash treasure house books, basically. Okay. Uh, that that's essentially how you find our Facebook page, or you can just go on Facebook and, and search treasure house books. Um, and the reason we will have signed copies of Ann Hillerman's book is because on the 30th, on Sunday of this week, Ann Hillerman will be there Signing her new book, Way of the Bear. Uh, I'll see so you there, there then. Yes, that'll be one thirty to three thirty on Sunday. That's the main. That's the main big thing that's coming up. We do have. Uh, I can real quickly take you through some of the stuff we have coming up in May. Why don't you um, do that? Yeah, we've got uh, we on on the seventh. I've got something really. I think a lot of people will find this really cool. We're actually going to have what it amounts to a dog show. <laughs> there, uh, uh, a woman named uh, Kat Richter Sand, who is a specialist in uh, uh, diabetic alert dogs. She oh. trains diabetic alert dogs. She has a book called Sometimes the Dog is Smarter. She's going to be signing that book. Uh, all these all these signings, by the way, uh, are, are standard time for signings and events is 1.30 to 3.30. So okay. that's an easy thing to remember. And uh, she's going to be doing a diabetic alert dog demonstration during that. So that oh. should be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. On the uh, 20th of May is uh, one of our old favorites, Jane Butel, who is – a well-known cooking school instructor here in town, and she's going to be signing her cookbooks. And uh, the great thing about Jane is she always brings food. So there's <laughs> <laughs> free eats. So that's always a major thing. Uh, most of the uh, uh, most of the other stuff is uh, toward late May. Uh, May 21st, we have. Uh, um, a professor, uh, a retired professor, I should say, Richard Melzer is uh, going to be talking about and signing his new book on Don Perkins, the famous uh, Oh, I knew Don, yes, yes. From New Mexico. Yes, indeed. So that'll, of course, that'll be one thirty again. And uh, Saturday, May, Saturday, May 27th, uh, is uh, Dr. Gerald Jonas. Uh, he's going to be uh, talking about and signing his new uh, fiction thriller book called Dragon's Claw, which mm-hmm. has a lot to do uh, Dr. Jonas has a lot of background involved in uh, Los Alamos laboratories, and it has a lot to do with espionage of mm. uh, Los Alamos mm. in a fictional fictional way. So that should be a fun book. That's great. And then, uh, and then on May 28th, Marsha Rosen, old friend of ours, and I'm sure you know Marsha yes, from uh, Sisters in Crime, uh, will be doing her latest book, Murder at the Zoo. So that's a <laughs> lot going on. <laughs> wow, you got a full slate, yes. Well, John, I want to thank you for coming by and, and uh, sharing hey. uh, sharing in, uh, in the observation of Independent Bookstore Day coming up on Saturday. And uh, I, I will speak for myself and other authors, and I think for a number of my listeners, that just hearing what you do and what you have coming up gives you, it suggests a sense of community, which is really part of the the big picture of independent bookstores, uh, a place you can go to be with good books and good people. 
Well, that's, I, I think that's, uh, thank you, Bob. And I think that's, that's what we pride ourselves in doing. I mean, it's really much, it's, I mean, you, you, pretty much it's a two person store. It's myself and my wife. So if you go in there, you're dealing with one of us and, uh, you know, we get to know the customers. We know what the customer wants. We, uh, we can suggest, but we have people that come in and say, Oh, last year you suggested this, this year, I want you to suggest something else, <laughs> you know, suggest something new. And so I know they already like this or already didn't like this or whatever. It's so much, it's so easy to hand sell books when you're just dealing person to person That's right. instead of trying to figure out what book you want by looking at some computer screen. Following an algorithm or something. Yeah. Well, John, thank you so much for stopping by. We've been talking to John Hofsis, the owner of one of Albuquerque's finest bookstores, Treasure House Books and Gifts, on the uh, plaza in Old Town. And uh, uh, I'll be seeing you very soon, John. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. You take care now. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. That's it for today. Thanks for stopping by the Black Range Pub. We hope you enjoyed our time together and will come back and visit us again. The Black Range Pub is brought to you by Black Range Publishing, home of the award-winning Gabe McKenna Mystery Series. To learn more about all our podcasts and books and to be notified of future programs and upcoming publications, be sure to check us out at www.blackrangepublishing.com. Thanks again. Adios. Mm-hmm.